Hey there, this is Julia, and welcome back to Aquarian Times. Today is May 10th, 2022, and this is episode 90. So, as you saw in the title, um, today I'm going to be talking about the spiral path. And I actually just came to this this morning. I was looking, I was thinking about how our lives are, how actually our spiritual path, if we acknowledge our lives as a spiritual journey, and if we're on a spiritual path, um, whether or not you've actually chosen that and said, yes, I'm doing this spiritual path, or you have some understanding, you might not call it a spiritual path, but you have some understanding of being on a journey in your life. Um, the truth is, is when you make, when you're able to make that acknowledgement about your life, the, the idea behind that is that you're sort of acknowledging the spiral of your journey. So if you've studied any kind of spiritual traditions, um, many talk about our journey being a spiral path. So what am I talking about there? So first of all, I thought it was pretty cool because I've never, again, I, 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 um, I think I, I just came in my mind. I, I was thinking the word spiritual, and then I was like, whoa, is the word spiral in there? And as you see in the title, I, I tried to tease that apart. So, um, But the idea is, you know, if you're talking about your journey as a spiral path, what does that mean? So maybe you've heard people talk about that before, um, and you you know, didn't maybe didn't understand what they meant, or maybe you have that understanding yourself that you're on a spiral journey. And I'm going to sort of quantify this with some data, really some, you know, my way of quantifying this is through astrology, right? So um, I, as you know, um, if you've tuned in to my podcast, I I'm an astrology advocate, I guess you could say. Um, so, of course, I've been studying for many years. I'm now doing natal chart readings. But this is actually a way of life for me to understand the stars. It's not... Um, and understand how the alignments um, and the... Um, the alignments and the way that they... Um, you know, the way that they show up um, over time because, again, it's a whole lesson of to understand these things, but basically we're working with a cyclical nature of, you know, that the planets are going around the solar system and they're meeting each other in different areas and different constellations. And they happen, it's like, I call them celestial appointments, right? They're, they're specific moments in time that they come together and you know, very often uh, we will have some kind of event that is the story that those planets are teaching, right? That they're, you know, have it like Venus and Mars come together and, um, you know, Venus classically is, you know, the feminine, Mars is the masculine. So when that happens, there can be a resurgence of, you know, um, you know, like relationship issues, right? The feminine, the masculine. Um, we recently had them traveling together, Mars and Venus, side by side. Um, and so there's, um, you know, they the planets are, <laughs> it's an incredible theater, 
actually is what it is of the celestial bodies. And then we have these, you know, the way we're the actors of this theater, right? I guess that's one way to put it. So case in point, um, the reason I said I'm an astrology advocate is because I'm very aware that, um, I don't want to derail this whole conversation to this, but that many people think astrology is woo-woo or, you know, they discount its credibility. But um, so case in point, I just wanted to say that, um, you know, just to bring in a current event. So if you're listening to this, uh, again, the week of May, this is May 10th today, 2022. Um, yesterday, uh, two major things happened in in the alignment of, you know, in the, the celestial bodies. And one was that Mercury officially went retrograde yesterday, May 9th. And the second one was that Jupiter moved into Aries. So what happened yesterday <laughs> where I live um, in Northern California, um, Mercury went retrograde yesterday and a huge um, power line, somebody like hit a power line and basically, I don't know how much of the coast was out of internet and also cell reception for um, the whole day, basically starting around 10-ish in the morning. And today it was back on. So they worked really hard overnight. They got people in from, uh, I guess, other areas to fix this problem. But the day that Mercury retrograde, which always signifies technological um, mishaps and snafus, a major, major thing happened, right? So, you know, I, I had the conversation with a few people, uh, you know, who weren't totally aware that Mercury had gone retrograde. And, you know, I was actually at the dollar store, um, yesterday and I was talking in the cashier, me and another, the cashier and the woman in front of me. And, we were all talking about it. And then I said, Mercury went retrograde today. And the cashier says, yeah, and it's going to be retrograde until June 2nd or until June. And I said, yeah, it's three weeks, three, it's, I said, it's three weeks, three times a year, every year, sometimes four times a year. And she's like, wow, that's so good that you know that stuff. And I thought to myself, yes, I think so too. You know, um, I, I really do love that I know this stuff because it helps me understand what's happening. Cause you know, Again, my response here, most, a lot of times is the eye roll, you know, when I talk about this stuff, unfortunately, but then there are some people, you know, who, who get it, you know, that this is, you know, um, you know, it's just like being tuned into a grand, a very macro perspective, right? We can uh, sort of zoom out from Earth, right? Our little Earth lives, and we zoom all the way out to see the whole solar system, and we understand that like everything is happening like clockwork, divinely, according to actually the celestial bodies. And it seems um, to me, it's it makes sense, it makes total sense. But if you've just been focused on your micro life and your Earth life and your ego identity, you know yourself, it, it just may seem like you know totally magical thinking. But I think that's the point is that, you know, uh, we aren't in a silo, you know, many, you know, there's many different belief systems on the planet, um, vastly, vastly, vastly different belief systems and stories going on, right? 
in people's minds about what's real, what's, you know, the whole, the whole, everything is debatable, right? On planet earth, according to the humans involved. But, you know, um, again, I feel very personally, I feel just very grateful and also very fortunate that I have discovered the system that is inclusive of everyone and, um, whether or not people believe it, that's not my, um, business really, you know, it's up to them, but you know, it, it gives me sanity and it places me in time and space in a way that again, helped me, helps me through crises and things like 2020, which were totally explainable by astrological, um, measures, I mean, standards, whatever, like a lot of people have been mystified by 2020, but astrologers, not at all. Right. So again, this isn't me. I'm not here to convince anyone, but the idea in this episode today, I'm talking about the spiral path. So let me, let me make this all relevant, what I've been saying. And thank you for listening to my somewhat rant. Um, the idea. So a lot of people will ha- will acknowledge that we're on a spiral journey, meaning, you know, through psychology, through their own observation, they have come to observe that, um, you know, our life lessons happen in, um, you know, in a spiral, right? We ha- We learn, we have one version of a lesson and then we have to many years go by and then we get triggered again into the same lesson, right? Maybe it was some, again, it, relational issues like with our family of origin, right? And then we have the same issue with our friends and then our relation, and our romantic relationships and then our bosses, right? So our issues are like on a spiral, right? We experience it in one place and then we experience it in a different place, um, you know, in a different part of our lives, but it's the same issue. And then, you know, until we heal, until we heal that issue, we quote unquote graduate from that course um, of study, you know, of our lessons really on the planet, right? We're be, we'll be um, experiencing that again and again and again until we crack the code is the way I look at it basically on this issue, and which, is, which means, usually means we've come face to face with it. We look it in the eye. We don't run away from it. We do a lot of inquiry, we sit with it, we meditate on it, we get help, we get coaching, we get um, whatever we do, we really get in there, we dig into it. It doesn't, it's not passive usually, you know, that it just goes away. Um, It takes work, right, to heal these issues, because some of them are tenacious. And um, obviously, you know, we have many areas of our lives where we're being tested, (laughs) right? you know, it's not just in our relationships. It's also in our money career. It's also in, um, I don't know, a relationship to ourself, et cetera. Right. So again, these can be found in the houses in the, you know, astrology, there's 12 houses where you know, different areas of our lives and, and other systems you can study like, um, again, like a feng shui system, right? We have these different um, areas, you know, the money corner and the relationship corner and the whatever, you know, it's it's called a bagua, I guess, in, in feng shui. But again, what I'm saying is this can be found in wisdom traditions, right? 
there's always like these blueprints for, um, you know, nothing's quite random. Like we're all, we're all given like a whole pie that we have to, you know, deal with all these, all the same issues, but there are like, the slices are unevenly divided, right? We have different lessons concentrated in different areas. Again, correlating also constitutionally with our elementally with our constitution. So, um, as you know, this is all the work that I do is working with sort of decoding, um, our issues. So they become, um, you know, manageable, like bite sizable, right? Cause something can come at us. It can feel so amorphous, so confusing, so large, so overwhelming. That's our issues usually are overwhelming to us and they can knock us out. And especially if we don't have a context for, to understand, oh, mind, body, spirit, um, soul, right? Like if we don't have a context, like, oh, this is my emotional body. This is my mental body. This is my physical body, right? If we're just kind of like, don't have that necessarily that education about our own selves and the way we work, that we can, it's very difficult to find our way through, right? Um, so, you know, I, I like, I study, you know, mapping, basically. And um, if, you know, once you understand that life works like that, that life is a spiral path, um, it, it makes unra- un- unraveling the, your issues easier, right? You can make correlations, you can make, oh my God, you know, my father treated me this way. And now that's why I'm having this issue in my romantic relationship. And I can crack the code and then you can be free of having to experience that again, you know? So that's the idea with the spiral, the spiral path is that we're, you know, sometimes, unfortunately, you know, we will be dealing with, you know, we only have so many years on the planet, you know, let's call it, let's call it, um, 90, right? We don't know. I mean, you know, 85, I don't know what the average lifespan is, but, um, you know, it's going to be different for all of us, but, you know, we're going to be dealing with, um, we're going to come back again and again to face the same, you know, demons or whatever, you know, that, that until we face them, you know, or, or figure out what they're all about. And there's a lot of different ways to do that. And, um, so, you know, so again, that's why, you know, understanding, that life is a spiral is for me synonymous with taking a spiritual approach to your life because you're acknowledging that, you know, life is not random, that life is actually, it's quite intelligent, right? And, um, you know, things are happening that if I would just pay attention, if I could just, you know, map this out, you know, I could have some perspective, again, having a macro perspective on your life that enables you to, to not just be lost in your small personal experience, but to be able to see that not only is my life, you know, happening in this particular fashion, this particular spiral, this particular pattern, but actually everyone around me is also experiencing their own spiral and their own pattern in their lives, right? So you can get out of your, your, you know, um, more, um, you know, myopic kind of view on your own life, right? Which is often what happens when, you know, we, we get under 
the um, experiences of having, you know, say, being stuck in our lives with, you know, things such as anxiety or depression or whatever, the thing is that's keeping us from moving forward, fear, etc. Um, we, we, you know, that, that kind of self-focus, it becomes so closed in that we have lost our macro, our ability to, to see things in a macro perspective. And then things feel very, um, just extremely uncomfortable, right? You don't have that levity to be able to really just view this thing and not take the whole thing so personally. Now, I want to say there's different points in our lives <laughs> that this is going to be really hard. So it really depends on where you are in your process, what you're going through. You know, um, sometimes it's impossible to take a macro perspective because, I don't know, you're going through a crisis, right? So I'm I'm definitely not faulting anybody for not being able to get to that perspective part of what I'm talking about is, you know, if you're, if you're listening to this and you didn't know that you had the option to have that macro perspective, I'm just giving that perspective. And hopefully in this moment, you can have that like epiphany that, oh yeah, you know, this is, this is all like, you know, unfolding like again by appointment, um, in this spiral, you know, in this fashion, that, you know, it's not random. And um, actually, if I were able to get more focused and learn from my lessons and apply myself, then I could get through this more smoothly. Kind of like, you know, doing your homework, like checking the boxes, right? Um, so, you know, we have to get organized in our lives in order to, to see, um, you know, make sense of things. And that's not always easy, but that's, again, what a coach would help you do or someone from the outside to help you hold, you know, a container of your life and go, like, point this out and point that out. And you'd be like, wow, you know, I, I couldn't see that because I'm really in this very narrow um, passageway of my particular path. And we all have them, you know, um, and they're part of our journey, but they're very, very um they're very, very challenging to find our way out sometimes on our own. And, um, even though sometimes that can be our journey too. So, so if you can, you know, um, see the spiral, you know, see the, the issues that have been recurring the way that they showed up in your life. Um, again, you're, you're then basically whatever you want to call it on a spiritual path. And again, that means you're looking at your life with a sense of optimism because you know that this is a journey, that this is something, you know, that you're on along for the ride, on the ride, along the ride, for the ride of this, of your life, you know, and that you have to hang in there. You have to, you know, use tools and skills to, you know, make, to get things easier, right? Systems. I mean, if you had you know, like any job, you think of, you know, you started a job and, you know, you didn't understand the systems. And then if you're there for a year, it's like you get the systems down. And then the things that took you an hour to do takes you five minutes, right? So we have to, you know, the idea of applying ourselves to our challenges so that we can learn how to get through them because they will come up again, right? They will come up again and until we 
you know, solve that issue. And um, so, you know, one last thing I want to say about, um, again, about the astrology being helpful in this is, um, again, it's, this is, it's my way of um, locating myself in time and space in um, reality, you know, is using these celestial appointments. Again, um, I, I get to be you know, relaxed on a day when, you know, all the power goes down because I'm like, oh, Mercury went retrograde. I mean, it's, it doesn't always happen, um, you know, so dramatically like that. I mean, it was, it was pretty, um, you know, it was a pretty uh, straightforward message from Mercury yesterday. It was, it doesn't always happen like that exactly. Although most people do report knowing that, um, you know, things are kind of wonky during those three weeks when Mercury is retrograde. But, um, again, you know, it, it gives you a sense of, uh, you know, you know, rightness, you know, it's like, no, it's not a mistake. There's not anything bad happening. It's, it's this, you know, this is actually (laughs) the way it's designed to happen today, um, for better or worse. And, you know, I personally, um, I, I sort of took a retreat yesterday um, during the outage. And I was so, so grateful. So, so, so grateful to not have internet yesterday or phone. Like I couldn't even text anybody, um, to figure out what was going on. I went out, you know, got some groceries and saw, you know, that it wasn't, you know, just my neck of the woods that was down. But, um, you know, again, you know, I, I've, you know, I was able to relax and actually enjoy it and just take a day off and understand that that was perfect, you know, and there was a reason. And again, we might not always know the reason and sometimes we will. But um, at least we know that uh, we don't we we don't have to panic, right? When something like that happens. And um, so again, um, this would be a more a bigger astrology lesson, of course, but you know, the way that these um, cycles happen is astrology again it moves in a spiral right so again like for instance we just had an alignment you might have heard of the uh, jupiter neptune conjunction which we're still very much under the influence of um which happened april 12th you may have heard of that and the last time that happened was it was something like 150 years ago right I, i forget the exact number in the sign of pisces and so you know, basically, we're on, we're on a spiral. So that 150 years ago, or whenever that last happened, we're now being brought back to that appointment of the same, the theme that, that, you know, the thread of that theme that, that was happening in, you know, 18, whatever it was, I think it was 1856. So it'd be more than 150 years. But anyway, so the idea is, again, you know, the way that these, the planets come together at specific time, points in time, if you, if you can visualize in your mind right now a spiral and, you know, your own growth, your life as a development, and you look at these appointments, you know, these little, these conjunctions or these um, as, the planets aspect each, aspecting each other at different points along that spiral, you know, you can understand that we're, (laughs) that's what pretty much is the definition of evolution, 
right? We are evolving through, you know, themes, through the same, you know, same but different um, appointments, like, you know, everything that's shifted in this way, but it's coming together again to have this experience. And um, it's just, it's hard to, it's hard to debate or think that anything is random or um, a mistake or have regrets or, you know, anything like that when you understand this. Um, And that's, again, for, that's why I follow the system is for peace of mind, right? Because, um, you know, if you can live without regret, if you can live knowing that everything's perfect, you know, um, as difficult as it can look, then you're not being weighted down by those things, right? That can really just, I mean, they can just basically be a waste of time. (laughs) You know, regretting is a waste of your time, right? Because you can't change things. Right. So, you know, oh, I wish I had done this. I wish it was different or 20 years ago I should have. Right. I mean, there's absolutely nothing good that can come from that time you spend going to those places because you can't go back. You know, so again, I'm a cheerleader for us getting more on track with, uh, you know, the, the upward spiral, you know, going forward. <laughs> As um, a Korean Zen master said, only go straight. <laughs> so, you know, it's like we got to choose what direction we're headed and, and not decide, you know, um, we're going to mess around and, you know, you know, take forever to get somewhere. It's like it does take our focus to stay on track, you know, and um, a lot of paradoxes involved with all these things. But I hope that this was helpful. So I hope there was something to be gained from, from this whole talk today. So if it was useful, I'd be curious to hear your feedback. Um, you can find me at juliaburnbum.com. Uh, and um, yeah, I do life coaching, working with, uh, you know, these systems and helping you um, really just optimize your life force energy, you know, to stay um, in the positive um, around how to optimize your life and, uh, get the results you want, you know, get the, um, make the goals that'll help you have the life that you want and release the obstacles that face and release the obstacles that are keeping you from getting to those goals. Because, you know, if it was easy as setting a goal, um, we'd all be a lot further along, but there's a lot of reasons why we can't you know, show up for the goals that we set. And, um, I work with that too. So, you know, I, I consider that working with forward and retrograde motions, you know, cause, uh, again, retrograde energy exists. You know, we, we actually, we do have detours and we do go backwards. We do regress. Uh, it's just part of, um, you know, but again, we can curtail that with, with our, uh, with these methods, you know, by just, um, you know, there, I think there are shortcuts, you know, and, um, that's the way that I, that I work with, with life. So if you're interested in that and you want to know more and, um, you know, you're curious about what this is all about, um, please reach out. And I really hope you have a great day. 
Um, yeah, as we head into, head further into May. So hope you're enjoying the spring and, uh, keeping, keeping it all together. It's a lot. Uh, and, um, thanks again for tuning in. Okay. Thanks so much. Bye-bye. Hey, I just wanted to add a little something on the end of this podcast because I just um, <laughs> looked in my calendar and it's actually, it's May 11th today and Mercury were retrograde yesterday on May 10th, not May 9th. And uh, today is indeed May 11th. And I actually lost a day <laughs> yesterday because I was kind of outside of time, as I mentioned, with what was going on here. So um I just wanted to make that clear. So if you look it up, uh, you know, Mercury went retrograde May 10th and, uh, and Jupiter went into Aries and that's another conversation, but just want to make that clear. Okay. Thanks.